0: Hey, it's time to get a little creative in the kitchen. Hey, this is Celiac Gluten-Free Living with Deb. Welcome to my podcast where we talk all things gluten-free here. Do me a favor. If you like this podcast, would you please rate the show five stars so other people just like you can find this show easier and faster? I'd really appreciate it if you write a review and leave me feedback. I would love that. So please feel free to do that and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. So I was diagnosed with celiac disease about 16 years ago and I was diagnosed as an adult and it was not an easy transition going from eating whatever I wanted to having a very, very strict, rigid, gluten-free diet. Uh, So on this podcast, I am here to share my experiences with you, my tips with you. So if you are newly diagnosed celiac, and you are struggling, this is the place for you. You also might relate to it if you're supporting someone like that, or if you are gluten-free, you know, you might find this podcast helpful as well. So welcome to the podcast. Trying to get creative in the kitchen. So when you are diagnosed with celiac disease, um, it can be quite shocking. And there's a lot of no-no's like, I can't eat that, I can't eat this, I can't eat that. And you're just kind of navigating yourself into this new world kind of you know what it reminded me of when I was diagnosed with celiac disease and I was told all the things I can't eat I cannot eat gluten which is a protein found in wheat rye and barley I have to be very careful of oats as well and make sure they're not cross-contaminated um, and the also the thing that makes this so tricky is cross-contamination if you're a celiac you have to be, Uber-duber careful of cross-contamination. And that's what makes it so hard for people that have celiac disease. Um, Okay, so what it felt like, honestly, is that I was being born into a new world, okay? Like an infant, child. Like, I have to figure out what I can eat and not eat, you know? Uh, That's how it felt like. Like, I was just kind of entering the world again. Like... I, I don't, that, that's the best way I can describe it. So, listen, part of uh, learning how to adjust to a gluten-free lifestyle um, is just allowing yourself a little playtime in the kitchen, okay? Even if you never cooked before, you know what? It's time to get your hands dirty and try a few things in the kitchen. Uh, why not? Why not? okay. And, uh, okay, so let's talk about, like, favorite recipes, maybe family recipes that you feel like, oh, I can't have that anymore. Sometimes you don't really think about this, but until, like, holidays come up, birthdays come up, or certain, I don't know, celebrations come up, or activities come up, or maybe you ate a certain food. And you start thinking about, like, those recipes that whoever made or that you... Like or whatever, <sighs> and then you're like, huh? Oh, you know, I can't eat that anymore. What the heck am I gonna eat? So, what I encourage you to do is do some research and figure out alternatives of making old recipes into new ways. So, um, for instance, there was I had I uh, I actually did like to to cook cook before I was being, before I was diagnosed, I actually did have some recipe books and I did like to cook. <laughs> and I remember there was this casserole that was really good. It was a chicken broccoli type casserole with rice and cheese and mushroom soup. And, and, um, so I thought, you know, I'm going to try to take this recipe and modify it. So it's gluten-free. So it was just out a regular cookbook. So I would look at all the ingredients and think, what do I have? What's okay, what's not okay? A couple, like one thing that was not okay was this canned mushroom concentrated soup because it had weed in it. So um, how bad do I want this recipe? Well, I wanted it kind of bad. I wanted to try it out. So I was willing to do a little extra work. So instead of go, you know, I replaced that with my own homemade uh, mushroom soup, kind of a white sauce mushroom soup recipe that I made in the kitchen. Um, And I substituted that ingredient instead of the mushroom soup cans in this casserole that I made. Um, Okay, so that, and it actually turned out really, really good. And it didn't, I didn't uh, feel deprived in any way. Another time I, Christmas came along and I was imagining like Christmas cookies. You know, I used to love to make All sorts of Christmas cookies. So what I did is I gathered some of my favorite recipes and instead of the flour, the wheat flour, um, I found a gluten-free baking mix that I used in place of that wheat flour and They turned out pretty good. I mean, they're a little bit crumbly. Oftentimes, gluten-free stuff is a little bit more crumbly. Um, It doesn't have that gluten, which is kind of like that gluey, chewy stuff that you can find in wheat baked goods. Okay. Uh, But they were still very, very tasty. Again, it did require a little bit of creativity and patience in the kitchen. But at the same time, it was a lot of fun because I realized I can create things that are really, really good. And, um, no, I don't have time to do this every day, but it's important that you do get a little bit creative in the kitchen here and there and try some old favorites, try to modify them because you'll start seeing kind of how you cook and what kind of modifications go where and if it even turns out really good. Plus you won't feel as deprived because you feel like, you know, I can't have what I used to have, but this is another nice alternative. Again, I don't do a ton of baking. I don't do a ton of cooking. This is more for special occasions or just for fun, because when you're first diagnosed with celiac and you have to eat gluten-free, It's really kind of traumatic. So if you allow yourself a little playtime, a little wiggle room to just experiment and try things, it can also make you just feel more positive and uh, that you can do this. Like there's life after eating, after after celiac disease. So I just want to encourage you to get creative. Maybe um, look up some family recipes or pull out some old family recipes or maybe just an old favorite that you have, not necessarily a family recipe, maybe from a special occasion, maybe not. Um, and just experiment with it, you know. And even if it's not, okay, say it's a seasonal recipe like for Christmas and it's July and you're thinking about it, think ahead. You know, think about right now, like, or I don't know, in in summer, think about fall. Think about, think about winter and those holidays, you know, what kind of foods are you going to want and maybe now is the time to just kind of play around and try a few things so you have something kind of in your back pocket pr- that you can prepare when the time comes because it can be a little bit stressful last minute trying to plan like what am I going to eat you know what what are we going to have especially if you're newly diagnosed so anyways I encourage you to, to play around a little bit be patient um, be patient with yourself and uh, get creative <laughs> all right. I hope this message resonates with you. I hope you have an amazing day. Um, If in doubt, go without. That's the motto here. Uh, I have an amazing day. Rate the show five stars so other people can find the show quicker. Namaste.